Welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You are listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom and Tyler. Over the course of this week, we've been exploring subjects that we all grapple with in our journey through life. We've discussed the importance of forgiveness, the need to tame our tongues, and the potential consequences of acting too hastily. Today, we turn our attention to a topic that is especially relevant in these turbulent times. Finding the keys to lasting joy. Life is full of unexpected twists and turns, but we can still discover a sense of joy that remains steadfast, no matter what comes our way. By turning to the wisdom found in the Word of God, we can uncover the principles that lead to enduring happiness and contentment. So, stay with us as we delve into these life-affirming insights, and together, let's unlock a joy that truly endures. Well, welcome to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace and Tyler Hudson. And Tyler, uh, today we're going to be talking about the topic of happiness. And I'm going to send it over to you, Tyler, to kind of get us started, okay? Let me just be transparent again here, as I always am. But um, I struggle with this. I have always struggled with happiness, even after salvation. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure why I haven't gotten victory over that. But I have learned a few things through God's word and through spiritual counsel. And this is a good point that I think needs to be brought up. Your feelings, which happiness and joy is really kind of a feeling that you have, your feelings do not have any precedent over what God's word actually says. Okay, let me I don't know if that made sense the way I said that. We really try to, we, we naturally default to living our lives based off of the way we feel as opposed to what God's word says. Now, what God's word says is true regardless as to how I feel. Does that make sense? And that's where I believe the true victory comes in here of, on happiness and over happiness is with that understanding. You are not always going to feel happy. If you do, I want to know the secret. Write a book. I'll buy it and probably share it with a lot of other people, okay? Um, but I'm not always that way. And and it's not always because, you know, uh, there's just terrible things in my life. There's not. Honestly, things in my life are, are great, and I still struggle with happiness sometimes. So it's not about the way I feel, and I realize I have to rely on God's Word for that. And that's what we're going to dig, dig into today. And I'm going to start with two verses here. Psalm 4-7 says, Thou has put gladness in my heart. Okay? God puts gladness in your heart. Here's another verse that backs that up. Psalm 92, 4. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. Okay? Those are really cool verses. Why? Because they, they're telling you word for word, God has the capability and he does make people happy. Okay, that's important. I, 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 I really like that. I like to be reassured of that, that, you know, because it doesn't when I'm unhappy, sometimes that doesn't really feel that way. Sometimes when you're unhappy, it feels like there's no way out of here. You know, it's just like you're just going to be kind of miserable forever. But that's not true. God, uh, God doesn't desire for you to be miserable. And he does and has the capability of making you happy. And so uh, how are some of the ways that that happens? Proverbs twenty eight fourteen says happy is the man that feareth always, but he that hardeneth his heart shall fall into mischief. Proverbs 29, 18 says, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. 
What does that remind you of? Obedience, okay? Even if you feel like you are not happy, continue to be obedient in the things of God. Continue to read your Bible. Continue to pray. Continue to draw close to him. I can't tell you how many times I've met people that have fallen, and I'll ask them, uh, have you still been reading your Bible? Have you still been praying? Not one of them has ever said yes. That's that's not what they do. They They stop being obedient. Don't just be obedient to the things of God when you're in a good mood. You're not always going to be in a good mood. When you're in a bad mood, you probably need it more than when you're in a good mood, although we always need it. Uh, but just understand the importance of being obedient to God there. You know, Tyler, this is a interesting topic because feelings are, uh, it's hard to sometimes know where the line is. Um, am I, uh, you know, we may have some things that are going on in our life that are heavy, you know, not that they're wrong or, you know, it's a problem stuff, but, you know, they're heavy on us. You know, we've got, um, you know, uh, goals that we need to, to, to achieve at work and, and, uh, things that are going on in the family and stuff that there are challenges that are out there. And sometimes our heart can become heavy with all that stuff and some people deal with depression they really do you know they're just um there's a struggle in their heart and in their life but the bible has a lot to speak about cheering up you know uh to 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 cheer up um and you know when we choose I, i i believe honestly i believe it's a choice what you focus your mind on. If you focus your mind on all the struggles and all the heaviness and that type of stuff there, you're choosing to let that guide you. And, you know, there's some great hymns in the Bible, you know, uh, count your many blessings, name them one by one. You know, when we're in the pool of despondency, we need to start saying, you know, hey, stop, stop with all the negative thoughts here. Let's start looking and counting my blessings. I'm blessed that I've still got good health. I'm blessed that I've got a good wife. I'm blessed that our kids are, you know, grown and doing this. And, and I'm blessed, you know, um, it's a choice. And you said something. If we're not in God's word, that affects how we behave. It really does. And uh, you're, you're right. Most people, in fact, just about everybody, even too, I could say, that's going through some struggles, even if they think their marriage is on the rocks and stuff, you ask them, how are you doing in your personal walk with God? None of them are doing it. Mm -hmm. And that's why they're having struggles. Amen. And we find the strength in the cheering up in God's word. God can lift us. And it's a choice. We got to make that choice. Yeah. And let me give you a verse to back that up because that goes right into my next point here. Proverbs 3.13 says, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Well, where do you get wisdom? From the Word of God. I mean, that's where wisdom comes from, right? And that's why it's important for you to spend time in the Word. Psalm 16.11, this is my life verse, actually. Thou wilt show me the path of life, and thy presence is fullness of joy, and at thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. What a beautiful, wonderful promise that we have from God's Word there. Number one, it tells you, thou wilt show me the path of life. I don't know about you, but I'm real happy 
when God tells me what path to be on and I know where to go, what direction to walk in, amen? And where do you get that from? You get that from spending time with him. And then it says, in thy presence is fullness of joy. What a great verse. Where does joy come from? It comes from being in his presence. Well, how are you in his presence? Spend time with them. That's how you get to be in God's presence. That's how you have joy. If you're lacking joy, spend more time with them. Stop making your day uh, or your time with God fit into some 15-minute window that you just happen to make as some little checklist. You check off your list throughout the day. Make it the most important thing, the most exciting thing uh, that you do. It Listen, you know, uh, serving God and, and being saved and telling people about him. And I don't know about you, Tom. I'm telling you, I've had, I, I'm not always like this, but I've had some times where I felt like I was so close to God. He might as well have been sitting next to me in the room. And it's a wonderful, happy, joyous feeling to have. I don't always have it. Uh, but I have had it before and I, and I'm excited about it when I have it there. And so, um, there's that. Let's move on to the next point here. Uh, Psalm 37, four, I rested on this for a long time being a single man, even after I was saved. It says, delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Now that's an awesome promise to delight thyself also in the Lord and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Here's where that became tricky. Okay. When I read that, I first thought to myself, let me put it this way. I want a Dodge Viper, right? I want a cherry red Dodge Viper. I'm hoping it goes about 160. The top falls down. It can be a convertible, all that good stuff. That was a desire that I had in my heart. But it wasn't really, as we read in other parts of the Bible, that wasn't God's will, right? Your desire needs to match up with what God's will is. And when that happens, he's going to give you the desires of thine heart. Here's the part that I learned, okay, from that sort of Dodge Viper experience. Sometimes God changes what your desires are. Right. And so sometimes it's not, well, I want this. So if I do this, God's going to give it to me. Right? It doesn't, it doesn't always work that way. If you're, if you're doing things the way God wants you to do them and your, your will lines up with his will, many times it, your desires will actually change. And that still makes that verse true. And when I was single and, and I, I'll be honest with you, there was a point in my life where I thought, excuse me, where I thought, Lord, I go to church every time I can. I'm telling people about you. I'm working. I mean, I literally, I just, I felt like I was doing everything right, you know, and I had been doing that for several years and, and I, and I was, you know, I don't know if the right word is lonely, but kind of lonely. Yeah. I thought, Lord, you know, give me a godly wife. How long do I have to wait here? You know, I've been, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm old already, you know, so, so help me out of here, God. What a, I, and I, I wouldn't say I was bitter towards them, but I, I didn't quite understand why he, didn't give it to me when I wanted it, you know, and that kind of goes back to the hastiness uh, lesson that we talked about yesterday. Um, but I'll tell you, when I when I found this verse, man, I cling to this verse. I I would recite this verse to myself over and over and over again, and it really, really helped me. Uh, Delight thyself in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. The problem is, it's not really a problem, but what you have to learn is it's going to happen in his time, not your time. Just like you mentioned with your your wife yesterday, God was still preparing your heart for that. And so that's very, very important there. And then I'm going to mention the last thing, and I'm going to hand it over to you, Tom, because this is, I also think, super, super important. When you struggle with joy or happiness in your life, I would I would tell you, or let's say this, you're in a bad mood. Read Psalm 51. It's a great, great, and remember, it's a song, too. Um Psalm 51, 12, I'm going to sing it like I do because and embarrass myself. But this is what I do when I get upset. It says, 
Create in me a clean heart, O God. And renew a right spirit within me. That's the part that I would sing over and over and over when I was in a bad mood. And right after that, it says, Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. And then listen to this. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Do you remember the day that you got saved? Do you remember the joy that you had that day? God wants you to continue to have that joy. It wasn't just for you on the day that you got saved. It's something he always wants you to have. Happiness. If you're just you know, dealing with your experiences. Happiness is what you feel. That's external, okay? Joy is something that comes from within. Joy is something that God can give you. You may be going through some very difficult times. Some bad situations may be on your plate, but you can still have joy for your journey. Happiness is from outside, you know, and and uh, and what's coming from outside is not good. So you can't, you know, that's not going to bring a cheerfulness to your life. But if you ch- find strength in the Lord, we're in our family. We're going through some some difficult uh, situations with our. We got news that our granddaughter is dying. You know, she's not yet two years of age, and she's got a disease that's going to claim her life at a very young age. And yet we still find joy in the Lord and uh, and our son and his wife and and the strength that they have in the Lord is is not coming from outside. It's coming from within. And you can be going through some very difficult waters and God can still give you joy. Choose joy for the journey. That's going to be it for today and the week. And uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back again next week on Monday at the corner of truth and courage. We hope you'll join us then.